Besides the wife. <laughs> Besides the wife. You got to get that shit in. The record button has been hit, gentlemen. Um, nice. Okay, so here I am again. Uh, my name's Bob Bridges. Um, I am recording. Actually, I'm fucking with the mic right now, making it sound real, real bad. <laughs> Sorry, folks. I'm a complete fucking amateur. Get over it. Um, this podcast is called The Visit. I've done this a few times. I'll introduce it again. Um, uh, the idea is born out of the, the fact that, like, modern communication doesn't exist anymore, like, with social media and texting, and, like, we don't communicate in a real way anymore, and I like to sit down and get to actually know people and know what's going on in their lives and what excites them, and, and I feel like everybody's got a fucking story. Like, everybody, I got a story. I got some shit that I could tell that means a lot to me, and, and you do, and, and, like, everybody in this room does, Right. Right. And so this is an opportunity for me to sit down and um, and like talk about that shit and find out what what gets you amped and gets you out of bed in the morning and and uh, you know what makes get the, the, the fucking heart ticking and all that shit. Fuck yeah, let's do it. Yeah. So um, the the couple of gentlemen I have across from me today, um, I've known for I've known Dave for a little while now, a few years actually. I bought uh, some skateboards from me back in the day. I don't even know how we came across one another. Um, I think we were friends on Facebook, and I posted that uh, Vallely Barnyard, and that's yeah. that's kind of how it started about yeah, six years ago, probably five like the years ago. like the the old man skate cruise, some shit. Oh, like the that. St. Louis old man skate. Yeah, 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 yeah. The old fuckers. Yeah, we are a bunch of. Yeah, they, they should rename it to like the gray hair skate crew. <laughs> <laughs> and I just and I just recently met Jason, maybe a month, month and a half ago, something like that. A little right, bit, of, a little right. bit of a skate session down at JB. Yeah, it was um, a good sesh. I had a good time. Yeah, I did too, man. I so when I skate, I'm pretty much skating solo almost all the time. Because uh, it's just my schedule doesn't allow for me to hook up with um, other people, and and it was super tight to be able to just hang and skate with uh, with other dudes. So mm-hmm. yeah, that was super fun. So um, and then the gentleman next to me is is uh, maybe from what I understand a bit of a cornerstone in the skate community oh, in yeah. St. Louis. There's a few guys, and yeah. I think he's one of them. Yeah. Um, go ahead and introduce Definitely. yourself. My name is Sean Nolan. Sean Nolan. And I run Show Me Skateboarding. Yeah. And yeah, I've been doing it. I've been doing Show Me Skateboarding for uh, the name. I'll say now uh, five years. Show Me Skateboarding, the name. But it came from some severe deep skateboarding passions. Something that I felt like that was not being done here. Yeah, I feel like I was t- I'm taking the road le- that what used to be the road less traveled. Something they people cringed at, thought was corny, to try to get you know the city routed up for brand new things that are possible. But some people you know who are conservative, they don't like to see new things. But it was for me, I felt like I broke in that mold kind of in St. Louis because, especially over the years. Yep. Yeah. See, and I was gonna say, I mean, there's there's shit going on here in St. Louis that I I've never. I've never really seen anywhere else as far as skate communities. Like, I mean, I've been all, I've probably lived in like fucking 18 different states and I've seen some cool communities, but a lot of them were very cliquish. And I never really felt like that with anybody. I kind of felt like everybody that I kick it with, I vibe with very well. And uh, these two guys, especially, but it's, yeah, it's just, it's a cool feeling in St. Louis. I, I definitely feel like if you have a bucket list, 
This should be on your fucking bucket list. St. Louis. St. Louis is a mecca for skateboarding. And the guys... Yeah, and yeah the guys, it's becoming that way. You know, and the guys that are putting it down, like Brian Bedwell, KHVT, the Show Me guys, Stuntwood, all the guys that constantly represent their city and do everything they can. Yeah, this is where the fuck it's at, is St. Louis. I don't... I don't know how the rest of you guys feel, but that's... I mean, I was born and raised in Chicago, and I feel I feel more like I've been here my whole life than I have anywhere else. This, how long this have you been home, here? 16 years. What the hell? Yeah. This is, <laughs> yeah. 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 You're comfortable, man. You, you sunk in that couch. Yep. <laughs> Welcome. But, yeah, 16 years? Holy crap, I've only been skating for, like, 15. Get the <laughs> fuck out of here. I'm 31 years old. No, I, and I started skating when I was... 14th, and they have like 15, like the summer before I started, like, or like the summer before high school, basically. But when I, I found a board literally just on the side of the street, and I literally just got done watching the X Games with, you know, Tony Hawk, Andy McDonald. So, or Andy this, Mac. this like 2003 ish, four. Was it the 900 X Games? No, that, that one happened in 99 and 2000, I think. And I did watch that one too, but no, yeah. like, that, I was into it then because I even used to play the Tony Hawk Pro Skater game. So that's, yep. I was like, who? fuck, I love games. Like, and who didn't play that game? Right, man. right, exactly. Right. <laughs> Dude, I'd be on the game for hours and I just can't wait to beat the game to see the cl- actual clips of the people at the end of the game. And then I'm like, oh my fucking God, Randy Moore, who the hell is these people? It's like right. magic. Yeah. And then it's, years later, after just playing Tony Hawk, I finally, you know, started skating. Like, well, when I was able to get a board, because my family, where I'm coming from, Back in the day, they didn't understand skateboarding like that. They only saw it one-sided. And I'm sure y'all heard this before from probably many black skaters that y'all may know. They always say, oh, what, you trying to be white? Or what, you black Tony Hawk or something? Always. <laughs> cliche. I'm like, what the hell? It is. It but is. I've done it so long, so much. Even Like, it took, like, fucking... It took like two and a half years for me to convince my family that I, I, I actually was into it. They thought it was a joke. They, was like, they didn't give a fuck about it. Never even thought to buy me my first board or anything. It took for me to show them I loved it and, and years of doing it and doing it every day. And then one day my mom finally was like, you know, I'll get you a skateboard. And I was like, fuck yeah, I ain't got to get yeah, this finally, me down. Finally. I was rubbing my hands like Birdman. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> Next thing you know, she dropped that mongoose in front of me. I was like, what the? Uh, I was like, oh, shit. But I wrote the hell out of it because I love my mom. I love the. I appreciated that action. Skated that shit for a good two days. Yeah. <laughs> and then got yourself something something yeah, new. Something yeah. Legit. yeah. My first real legit skateboard skateboarding like real was a birdhouse. Tony Hawk. Nice. nice. I, I started with the fucking Veriflex. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. yeah me Veriflex, too. Yeah. Dude, yeah. Yeah. My Veriflex was the one that had the that had the four by four tracks on the bottom of it. Yeah. Um. And then um. And then shortly after that, I got, um. It was the old face Roscott board, the red oh, one. Oh yeah. And then um. And then unfortunately, it got stolen out of my garage. So 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 then I had to. It pretty much took another year or two. And then I started high school, and then started skating with a good friend of mine that we still skate on a on a weekly basis now, um, nice, still. Nice. And um, my first deck was a Liberty, and um, yeah, that's a that's an old that's an old name, Liberty I, Skateboards. We're in different <laughs> generations here. I know this Flex Steel Liberty. I don't know. Right. <laughs> yeah, Vera, right. Yeah, Veriflex. Veriflex was the well. Yeah, it was a Walmart board, wasn't it? Right, yeah, 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 just yeah. A cheap. I got uh, mine Adventure. Board. I got mine Adventure, and like it was called the Volteras. Yeah. yeah, 
It was called the Pyromaniac, and it was like their generic version of the Psycho Stick. Yeah. And I thought I was the coolest fucking kid ever until I seen a Psycho Stick. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but my first pro deck was a Mike McGill. It was yellow and purple snakeskin with the skull and was snake. It short nose or long nose? Uh, short nose. It was a mini. Yeah, so my first... I real, wish I still had it. My first, <laughs> right. my first real board was a Powell McGill... With the uh, skull and snake. Yep, mine was the skull and snake with the yellow and purple short, background. Short nose, right? Yep. Fucking concave for days. Yeah, concave for days. Yep. I love that board. Make fucking broke the. My tip. next one was a Santa Santa Cruz Corey O'Brien with the fireball, the Reaper with the fireball. Right. Yeah. 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 Yep. yeah, yeah. It, I mean, it, it was one of those things. I would definitely say. Um, um, I skated a little bit in the old days of, um, I mean, I was probably like only like 12, because um, I'm 42 now. So whenever I really started skating, skating, um, um, was whenever I got the Liberty deck, and that was like 92. Um, and then that was the days of the big jeans and the yeah. little wheels. <laughs> big pants, and, little wheels. And, 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 uh, and oh my God. Um, right, right, <laughs> right. And it's just one of those Can't things that, that uh, definitely the night that, that, that fad never needs to come back. The little wheels Ice never Ice, need baby. to come back. Oh, no, no. You, everybody be eating shit off of right. yeah. you. You'll, you'll get caught on a, a piece of lint in the air. But I remember that, dude. Dudes were riding 10, 10 and a half inch decks with big old fucking indies and like 40 millimeter, 42, 44 millimeter OJ2 freestyles. Right. And there was like no risers, no plastics, no nothing, dude. And these guys were kick flipping trash cans and you're like... You know what I mean? Right, it was just right. absolutely unbelievable. So what size boards? Hold on. How old are you? How, I'm just going to ask ages now. I'm sorry. Okay. You said 42. Yeah, 42. I'm 31. How old are you? I'm 45. 45? All right. I'm not the old one. <laughs> I'm, the old, I'm the old guy in the group so fucking often nowadays. I'm 43. Okay. Awesome. So nice. Y'all so the old generation, man. but basically bracket as in you, anything reference why skating, y'all going to for surely you know. Yeah. yeah, even when I say something, you're probably definitely gonna know. Yeah, we, like, yeah, pretty much. I get most of the references. Like oh, a lot of the street <laughs> tricks, I get confused so on. I, uh, Go for it. So Are you sharing? Say it online. Can I blaze this? <laughs> only if you're <laughs> that's, that's only if you're sharing. <laughs> oh yeah. But uh, oh shit. But I yeah I mean here, here's a good one like what what got you guys stoked like what made you want to skate more than anything like. I remember the first time I pushed a board, I went two feet and fell on my face, but I wanted to get up and do it again, and I just kept doing it and doing it. So it's been like a 37-year, 36-year love affair that I just can't, I can't, I mean, I, I'm so fucking beat to shit, but I can't put it down. I just can't, and, and I don't think I'll ever be able to. I really don't. It's, it's but it, but it's like, it's like, I always try to think back of where it started, and for me, it was like, my sister was older, and I seen one of her friends do a backside boneless off the bumper of his car. And that was it for me. I wanted to fucking skate. Like, that was it. And it was just weird. And it was like, it took me forever to learn to do something like that. But it was just, man, no matter how many bruises, cuts, scrapes, whatever, broken fingers, dude, I was about that shit every fucking day. What happened, But what made you actually want to skateboard? Something that, that had to have come from some outside source. I mean, you didn't just be like, oh, skateboard, broken legs. Did you see it in the movie, TV, K-Roll down the block? You, you know, um, well, it wasn't, when we were growing up, it wasn't exactly pop culture. 
No, right. I yeah. mean, it, with it me, was, it was my sister was older and she had friends that skated. Okay. So, and I hung out with her a lot. I hung out with my sister Julie a lot, so it was like. Um, so you saw the older. Like, so I was always around the guys skating, and it just kind of like I don't know. I it just it was just watching them do it, and it just I think it was the passion that they had for it and the love they had for it. It wasn't I don't know just the tricks or pushing around. It was just seeing somebody doing something that they loved that truly made them happy. So I wanted to chase that happiness as well, and it was like here I am, thirty-seven years later. It still doesn't fucking make sense, but I love it more than anything, you know? It's who, just weird. Who wants to ask the answer that? We should all answer that question. What the hell made you want to skate? Yeah. And then what, yeah. Kept, and yeah. Then what made you keep it going? What, right. What incited that, that that liking in the beginning? Yeah, uh, I guess I guess for me, it was... Um, I think it's a pretty... It's, it's, it's I mean, I personally think it's a pretty funny story or a good story. So um, we moved into a house uh, behind Grandview Plaza in Florissant. Um, um, I originally grew up in like Ferguson, Berkeley, Cool Valley area. And then, um, then we moved over to Florissant. But um, there was this big drainage ditch behind my house. Uh, um, like the flat, like the flat bank sides and the flat bottom. And then I remember just playing out in the backyard one day and all of a sudden, I saw guys starting to skate it back there. And, um, I mean, I was just completely blown away to where they were, I mean, just basically like bonelesses on, on opposite sides of the bank. They, uh, they, uh, they retrofitted like a fence post as like coping, um, on one of the walls, um, to where you could go up and grind it and stuff like that. And then, um, and then I was like, immediately was like, I have to be able to do this. And then this is whenever you could still like rent movies from like, um, I believe the name of the movie store was like KB, um, KB Toys. video. Yeah. And, um, and, and, and they had uh, streets on fire, um, mm -hmm. the video there to where you could rent it. And then, and then whenever I saw Nottis's part, I mean, that's what really, because I mean, the vert guys are cool and all that sort of stuff, but there was nothing like Nottis that anybody had ever seen when Nottis first hit the scene. I mean, and he was just a pure street writer, just, and then, and then ultimately, then that's when I sort of got the Veriflex deck. I tried to skate with the guys whenever they showed up the next time. Yeah. Um, it didn't work well, but they were all super cool with me and all that sort of stuff. And um, that was it, like a team back in the day that was like well known. What, um, what year was this? No, team? um, th this was probably like eighty nine ninety. And, and that um, was like a big brand like um, back in that time. Um, well, Veriflex was like was like you get you could call it like your Walmart board of the day, mm -hmm. and then um, um, and then the other big ones was like Santa Cruz and like the Paul ones. Yeah. And then um, so I would have been because huh, I'm trying to think because I don't I don't think any of the guys of the old cartel. Um, fell into the category because um, to be honest I don't know any of their names I just know that it was really fucking cool and I got to skate with people in a sewer um, <laughs> that scared the shit out of my mom Yeah, and um, because this was also the day of like the, like the long McSqueebs and just oh, like, yeah. like, like, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, like that Christian Hasoy flashy flashiness yeah, and um 
And no, I I mean I, I fell in, in the eighties we love skateboards and cocaine. Don't let anybody <laughs> lie to you. That was the fucking eighties. Yeah, and then um, <laughs> everybody was on it. And then I guess I, I did have the Roscop board. I, I cut grass for like all summer long to save up for a complete. And then it ended up getting stolen. And then it wasn't until I started high school a few years later um, in 92. Um, that's when you really came back. Yeah. And that's course. when, yeah. And, th- and then that was nothing but like flip tricks, New Deal, right. um, New Deal skateboards, Um um, H Street was sort of fading whenever whenever I came in, um, but they were still pretty powerful. And then, I mean, we're talking secondhand smoke by Plan B. Um, um, also, all the local shit that was going on with BJ being on clout. Um, I mean, Jabari was maybe like 10 whenever yeah. I first skated with him, maybe 11. Um, him and Bobby up at uh, Nifer in, in Kirkwood. Right. And, um, yeah, it was all about ledge skating, bank skating, and um, and um, it was, I mean, it's still still the only shit I skate. <laughs> yeah, see, I'm a... I'm a Origin story? Oh, man. So I started skating way Sorry. back in the day when I grew up in the country. There's nobody around, you know. I had a, a buddy of mine who lived down the road, and he, yeah, Chuck, he's a good dude, but he's not um, physically capable. He's just, you know, like coordination wasn't his thing. So like, skating was just something that I could do by myself. And we had this uh, slab of concrete that was probably maybe <coughs> twice as long as this. It was who inspired like, you though? Like, where, how, who, how did you first see it? Like, where you was like, damn, I gotta I had, do that. And then what made it want to so go further? So it started with just a book. I think I got at a book fair about the Bones Brigade, and all the pictures. I used to actually see those. And yeah, it was back in the day. Right. I think the pictures were even black and white and shit. Probably so. Yeah, yeah and, probably. And there was descriptions on how to do the like basic tricks like ollies and, and, and bonelesses and Madonnas and oh shit like God. that. Yeah, to where we had to learn a trick without a video clip. Fucking that's, right that's we did. Crazy. Oh, right. dude, yeah, I remember, right. dude, do you remember so sitting at the VCR? Crazy. Play, rewind, play, yep. fast forward, rewind, <laughs> try to watch that shit. Because some of those dudes were so fast. Yeah. They obviously probably didn't use slow-mo that much probably back then, huh? No, no, man, not really. I mean, no. not unless you had the badass VCR. Right, 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 right. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Sony, was Sony, around, Sony back then? Sony VCR. Oh. Yeah, with, with the, Sony was with still slow mo. Okay. You could take and pause it and frame by frame on the good VCRs. You could see some shit. Man, I'm, do dude, trick. I'm so fucking old. I remember having a pager, a pocket full no, of quarters no, and a pager. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a long time ago, I had a trick on the VCR, had a slow mo and keep it going in motion. Like, I'll, like, stop it. No, I'll play it and then hit fast forward and pause at the same time, like real fast, consecutively, and it'll just play slow as fuck. Yeah, the whole and time. You can, like a trick with it. you can hear it the machine weird. going click, click, click. Yeah, click, it'll click. just yeah, and you'll be it'll go slow mo, but uh, it'll be fucked up. Yeah, you, it'll it, fuck up the film. You know, for sure. Full disclosure, we figured that shit out because of porn, right? Not because uh, of skipping. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Fuck. We found it there. We applied it to skateboarding. How am I going to see this titty bounce? Slow as possible. Right. right. Oh. Channel uh, like 97. Oh, I think that was a boob. Yeah. Oh, hey, man. Do, are you, do you remember basic cable in the 
And, oh, watching porn through the squigglies. Right. Oh, I guess it's boobs. HBO was on right. regular TV, regular right. cable television. They had softcore porn right. playing overnight where it'll be, but it, you'll just see the titties and ass and then just major rubbage. Yeah. Major <laughs> <laughs> that, that softcore put so, so many guys in puberty at about 10, 11 years yeah. old. Hey, I watched it. I'm sorry. Hey, yeah. man, a Sears catalog on a Saturday night wasn't <laughs> always such a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> So cheap, my, cheap date. Yeah, because I was out there by myself, my dad built me a launch ramp that was probably three and a half foot tall, probably six foot long, that sort of thing. And I just would fucking go up and down, mm-hmm. you know, just doing tricks, learning ollies. And every now and then I'd get to go, like, in town. Right. And, and skate street. And, and there's there's a little skate park in the, in the neighboring town that, that we would go to some of my friends and I like our moms would drive us there and, and there was and your neighbor, it was your friends from like your little your area my town. little community there was maybe three of us who skated and then we would go to that other town and there'd be other skaters and that's how you met other people like pretty extension. much yeah mm-hmm. actually one of my one of my close friends today is his name's um, Adam Hensky he goes by Burn three fifty three in the art community he's an artist hmm. and um, yeah I actually met Adam way back then skating at the Litchfield skate park you know adam was actually sponsored and shit i can't remember who sponsored him like he had a deal he had a board and all that sort of shit and um he was fucking good yeah yeah i definitely had a few guys that i was fortunate to skate with well i guess i i guess before we get to there i guess what was your first experience at a skate shop because mine goes back to skates I gotta, plus i gotta do my origin i have to mine yeah. is really fucking Please, jacked yeah. up. it's very different than y'all's y'all seems like almost a little similar i mean I, i've heard of stories where people came from the country having to come over even my like recently of when i grew up a skate somebody be living in festus and be like i gotta get to this city right gotta, <laughs> i know how that is and you know you, you said uh you just seen um what was it, the videos? Or well, it was just, you know, growing up around kids. my sister. Yeah, a lot of her friends skated. So but at that time, people. yeah, but at that time, too, it was like skateboarding, early 80s, it was like exploding. So they were like, any place you went, everybody sold that right, shit. Right, So it was almost like a fad at the time. So when I got involved in it, it was just kind of like I was eight. I wanted to skateboard. And right. then it was like. Once I learned how to push and actually kind of cruise, I started like I wanted to just constantly learn more and more and right. more, and it just it was just like a love affair since the first right. push. Yeah, dude. It gets but it's not. But it I wanted one. Soul. I just wanted. Yeah, but I just wanted one because all my friends had one, and then it was like right. they fucked with it for a month or two and were done with it. Well, uh, you know, I mean, it it's taken me everywhere. Yeah, I can't relate I was, to that. Uh, when I started skating when I was fourteen, but I was introduced to skateboarding. When I was when basically Tony Hawk the first game came out and that was like I had to have been like 11, 10, 11. This is like two thousand one. Was that like two thousand one? Yeah. yeah, around then or something. So I started just playing the hell out of the video game. Then I started seeing clips <laughs> at the end. And I was watching from that point on. I was watching yearly X Games on TV. Right. And I I wanted to skate then. But yeah. I'll try to talk to my family. Right, yeah. They was like, what the hell? We ain't got no money for that. We ain't even got money to take care of you if you bust your fucking head. <laughs> right. And I'm like, oh, right. God, damn. So <laughs> it took a, like it took me the next couple of years since I was 14 to finally see a skateboard land on the sidewalk. And the reason why it was these Vietnamese kids they used to ride up and down the street. I hung out with all these people like on this block. It was a bunch of kids popping back in this day. 
seen it. They left the board. It, had, it didn't even have no grip tape on it. It was like, it was fucked. It looked like the plank from Ed, Ed and Eddie, if you know that cartoon. Yeah, I do. And so I got that board and I used it the rest of the night. I was just trying to flip tricks in the grass, trying. Yeah. I didn't even know how to do shit. I'm just like, damn, I seen the shit on the videos. Right. I've seen it. I, I know it's possible. How the hell do they do that? <laughs> then the next day, these the they came back. And I was like, hey, y'all want to try board back? They was like, no, it's okay. it's okay. And I was like, holy fuck. And that was my first board. <laughs> ah, I got I a skated. board now. Yeah, right. They didn't yeah. have no yeah. I was like practicing for months, like rolling down the street, going to stores, taking advantage of any given moment to try to get better at skateboarding. Right. Me, first, yep. first it was learn how to ride. And then I started just practicing and learning how to ride. And like just down the streets, going to the stores, just pretty much taking advantage of when I go on missions. So my mom might send me somewhere or mm -hmm. I might want to go to the library or hang out with the homies. I'm skating there. Yeah, it's, it's free. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So and that's I mean, I not did. only was it transportation, but and it was you just a ton feel of fun. Cool yeah, and it was fun going. Yeah, down the street, yeah. yeah. It's just, it's, it's just. Even no matter how old I get, if I can just, just explain it, you start yeah. to have to keep explaining it. I'm so excited about this. I'm passionate about it. I, I don't even need a script. Listen, here, show me. Here's the plan. Boom, 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 boom. That's all we got to do. All you have to do is, I got everything else. Right. And that's what I've been doing. That's what I did starting for the year with the with the brand because I was I was already doing show me skateboarding, shouting people out. I used to film a lot too. That's right. like I said, there was a time before the Instagram and shit. So if I include all of what I've been doing to now, it'd be like a solid, basically my whole skate career, damn near like yeah. ten to fifteen years, like twelve years or whatever. On my life, I've been solely dedicated check, check, to check, creating check. something. Oh, fuck, guys. So what happened was is these microphones are condensing condenser mics, so they take extra power. And I was running this off batteries instead of using an external power supply, and I juiced the batteries. So that's why it cut, because okay. the batteries died. So I've moved over here. This is more sensitive, so I'm trying to get the levels adjusted. But this is this is running the mics now. Okay. So this is, this is just... This is just taking in the mic, uh, taking in the signals, not powering the mic. That was just a warm up. Now, yeah. Now it's the real deal. So what? Yeah, I'm gonna I'll start a conversation. I'm gonna try to find. When you get to start it, I, I just want it. I'm so proud of all my homies. I'm gonna get all emotional. I'm just proud of my homies, and I, I want everybody to be involved. And if I can like, if I spend 160 bucks on decks and I can get my 160 dollars back, like I'll give motherfuckers decks. I don't give a fuck. Like. I, I don't I don't want to get rich at this. I'm not trying to be like the the king of St. Louis or some shit. I just I just wanted to do something where I could showcase everybody there you and, go. and get everybody right. to enjoy right. each other's company and their time. Right. Just and what and, and, and what they're like doing. An open platform. That's, Sorry, I now, told you that was gonna happen. I logged I'm back <laughs> in like and that was the thing. That's people have a reasoning behind that passion and once you give it that reason and you actually believe it and be like you know what no one else ain't doing it so you just go about doing it right. and his reasoning was I'm just trying to have fun with the homies and showcase people who don't see who, you know just showcase my last time I was in Decatur for the first Rolling Sixes show and somebody asked me I'm sorry to cut you off Sean and somebody asked me and they said so who who really is the Broken Homes crew and I said every all 170 motherfuckers on my page mm. yeah they're yeah. they're I said, if you want to get down to co-owners and who really helped me and, and, and who's really behind it, it's me, Jason, Sean, and Billy Fury. But I said, technically, everybody that follows me is the Broken Homes group. Right. That's, because that's, it, yeah. I, I found, I don't know how I did it. All I was trying to do is showcase some friends and they're, are we, and some, I guess, and some friends. Oh, 
So yeah, I I was just trying to like hang out and represent a friend of mine's band because I was really into the music. It's like, you know, they're very rock and roll, but they're very punk rock. They were just something different. And it was just, it was cool, you know? And it's like, I never thought I'd met a, meet a dude from Decatur at a Voodoo Glow Skull show at, at you know, the Duck Room, you know what I'm right. saying? But it was like, he's just a cool motherfucker, man. And, and I love all of them. And they've been like, super nice to me and the wife invited you know billy's invited us to stay at his house and you know they're just they're they're just like good stand-up dudes like you guys are you know they're about their friends and uh that's how the page started for me is i just wanted to represent their music and get it to everybody that i could and then nine months later here's you guys and i'm doing decks and you know right. people are listening hey. to them and they're friends with my friends and it's like you know, whoever thought that two dudes that live two hours away could bring so many people together doing so much for each other, you know, like, that's the way I want to run my shit like it's 1985. You know what I'm saying? Like, and people get mad at these younger kids and shit, and it pisses me off, and it's like, if you're mad because they're snaking somebody or maybe they're treating somebody wrong, you're the OG motherfucker. It's on you to school these kids. I think what it is, you know what I mean? Huh? People just hate getting old. That's what it is. That's <laughs> right. all it that well, is. Well, yeah. I was watching the, um, the... But it's still time for the old guys to step up the, and kind of, you know... I was watching the Bones Brigade autobiography today before yeah. coming here. And that's exactly what Lance Mountain said about, you know, why he skated. is like, it's an excuse. It's, it's, it's a way of just not getting old. It's a right, way of yeah. staying... A way of staying immature just as long as possible. Exactly, <laughs> and that action that some people do, like he did, is very immature. Right, mm, if it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. uh, I mean, because and, and and also I guess whenever I started, it was like I guess you could say like roughly ninety three. Um, the big thing was to skate Captain down off uh, um, Skinker um, um, down by Altered Skates, and it was one of those things. It was rough coming into the game in the in the mid nineties. Um, I mean, I mean, if you didn't come with just a trick, um, I mean, if you didn't have a trick on lock, you're going to get laughed out of the damn spot. I mean, it was pretty, it was pretty brutal. I mean, I mean, there wasn't the nice dudes that would, that, that would come and take you under their wing and give you some pointers and stuff like that. There wasn't those type of dudes. Um, 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 now Glenn, he was cool as fuck at Altered. I mean, he was, I mean, he would always talk to you and give you pointers and shit like that. And, um, but, uh, Kevin's brother, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, but it's just one of those things. It was, um, to where that's sort of why I guess I like to be, I guess I try to be the nice guy at the park. And I mean, now granted if i see a kid that just keeps on dropping in on me or they're just not paying attention i'll pull them to the side and say look um i'm being you, nice right now right, i have to i want to i'm being nice <laughs> and and sooner or later you're gonna co- come out in front of me and i'm not gonna be able to stop i'm an old dude now i mean i don't stop like i used to yeah and, uh, at least you're approaching them that way because most people just be assholes and toss the board or yeah crazy retarded shit that just that'll, throw, that'll like make that kid disgusted at skateboarding and sometimes that may throws people off on never wanting to skate yeah. anymore because of how the assholes treat these kids it's like yeah you gotta approach it the right way if they right. fucking up like hey man I'm, everyone ain't gonna be this nice let me tell you pay attention da, 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 da. right now you got warned right they're Take not mad at you really. you just keep getting in their way they don't hate you and <laughs> promise you it's right nice. it's nothing personal 
Yeah, see, I, I grew up skating backyard pools and mini ramps, so it was like the older guys schooled you. They were like, everybody gets a turn, and this is what you need to do. And I feel blessed because I had that. I know a lot of people didn't. But, yeah, dude, the, the, the 80s was brutal as far as backyard shit, but when it came to the street in the 90s, man, you ain't lying. It right. Was like, <laughs> it was like, if you come, you better come guns a-blazing because yeah. people will run you out. Yeah. Like, it, there was no joke, dude. So, But there were so many dudes that came out of the 90s, man. I mean, it was just absolutely unbelievable. I mean, pretty I mean, much girl, all I mean, my heroes. Jesus. Uh, I mean, obviously, Costin. I mean, oh. he's the first one. Jason Lee. Uh, I love Jason Lee. Um, dude, can't forget Mark Gonzalez, dude. Probably Clyde of, Singleton. Oh God, yeah. Clyde I can Singleton going around is, them and trying amazing. to be good, and they shoot me away because I sucked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Hella. I mean, I mean, the names go on and on. I it mean, really does. Sean Sheffy. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I really gravitated towards that New York style of skating, like the Banks and the dude, Sean Sheffy, um, hip hop. Sean and, Sean Sheffy, fucking Ollieing. A whole street from sidewalk to sidewalk. <laughs> Fuck me up. Yeah, that was yeah. crazy. Yeah, it was. That I mean, I Sean Chevy. That may be Plan B. Uh, Secondhand smoke. It was like super old. Yeah. Super old. <laughs> I think I saw him do like a like a chain link fence or some shit too. Yeah. What about the Yeah Right video? That was still pretty sick. You yeah. gotta admit. Yeah, right. Was girls, also. girls been sick since day one, man. It really has been. They're a company I can what's, stand behind. When did that? What's your favorite, right? Sean? Oh what's man, that was nineties, probably late nineties, ninety six, ninety eight. Came out before I started skating. Well, when I first started skating, the one that video or around when that videos I first started watching was uh, it was almost round three. <clears throat> And like um, elementality, you know, just newer videos. I was kind of late with some videos because I was skating, but I didn't really pay attention to videos for like a couple of years still. Right, so, right. But when I seen almost round three, they were hard to that come. That whole by. video, yeah, they were. They were rare, so you'd have to go to the homie house. Yeah, be with all the homies because we'd be like, hey, uh, buddy over here got the fucking new DVD that just came right. out. What the hell? Let's go watch that shit. And uh, so when I seen almost round three, dude, I swear to God, I watched that video like a billion times, knew every fucking song from the front to the back. Yeah. My favorite part was was Rodney Mullen and Daywan's parts. I loved yeah. everybody else's part. Greg Lutzka, he killed it. That was Ryan Sheckler's first fucking video part, you know, for him when he was like, yeah. he was killing the competition, but that was his first video part, and that was pretty dope because. Wait, how was I? So, How'd I you was feel about a, the Cheese and Crackers old, video? Have you ever watched Cheese that? Cheese and Crackers was fucking dope. But yeah. Almost Round 3 is, my, I think, my all-time favorite. I, I think no, it's no, no, one no. of the greatest videos ever Look, put out. I, I Look, High Fully Flared is probably my all-time oh, favorite. God, then Almost Round 3. Yeah. Then Cheese and Crackers. Because yeah. yeah. what the hell? They could put out a Cheese and Crackers sequel finally 20 years later. And motherfuckers going to be like, fuck yeah. Let me yeah. Fuck yeah, yeah. we would exactly. be. We'd be running to the store for that video. And I know they can do it. Right. What the hell? Instagram. Well, maybe okay, oxygen right. tanks and wheelchairs, right. but we'd still go get it. There, there, everybody here follows Day One, right? Oh, oh yeah. 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 Oh yeah. I can yeah. prove it. I go to my Instagram right now. Boom. Exactly. Dude, no day One song, Rodney Mullen. Insane stuff. Yeah. Oh, my oh yeah. God. And like Day One skating every day. He's posting every day. Oh my god. Well, and and let's face it, Rodney Mullen. Whenever he was going up against Day One, I mean, I mean, he's older than me. I mean, yeah. he's well, he's probably. I mean, is Rodney, Rodney Mullen 50 like fifty yet? plus? He plus over fifty. Oh he got yeah, he's because in his 50s. He's only a couple years over fifty, but he and Day One is like about fifteen years younger than him, maybe right. twenty. Uh, right. But he put Day One on. They, I don't know if they wrote for the same board company before they decided to uh, 
I think what was it before they decided to do almost together. Right. Well, Did Rodney world? Rodney owned know. World Industries. That's where he got his yeah, first millions because yeah. they he sold World Industries. I don't know who his partners were, but that's where he got that's where he got a lot of money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And then I think almost came after World. Yeah. But yeah, that's when I he did Tenzer and, and, and all that. Yeah, and I think almost was with all them uh, he was partnered with wasn't it Mark Johnson <coughs> from that road for girl? Uh, Mark Johnson actually started Enjoy with uh. Okay, yeah, that's it. Enjoy with, uh, was the one he did. With, I guess who was that dude? Louis Barletta, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Beyonce. Yeah. That's who I, uh, Mark Johnson did that with. Right. But they wanted Randy Moon started almost together. Hmm. But Dude, then you guys can't forget either, DJ. So, which makes me wonder: Does he still kind of <laughs> own almost while on Thank You skateboards? Because I, I wonder if he has owned own some of that with Tory Pogo. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Because that's the weird thing about 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 the decks, like the deck brands now, is that is that it's almost like there are so many deck brands now to where it's hard to really follow. But um, the recognition doesn't really come from the from what the board sponsor is anymore. Right. Um, I mean, you see some gnarly skaters out there that, I mean, they don't even have a board sponsor, but hell, they're riding for Red Bull and and and, oh, and Nike yeah. SB. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. A board sponsor is nothing where, near what it used to be back in the day. Why? Because, like you said, it's inflated. There's just so many goddamn board brands. Right. Anybody can ride for any board. It's like it's it. Now your main sponsors is your drink or your shoe, more likely. Right. Shoe. And now the shoe is where it's at. Shoes. Shoes back in the day, they'd be like, fuck, you gotta have a. A board brand to even get a shoe or whatever, but I don't know. It was harder to get on board brands back in the day versus what it is now. Yes, but yes, shoes it was. Were like just going everywhere. It seemed like back in the day. Now they're so limited. I mean, it's very hard for like you'll see a now you see pros wearing shoes. They're more likely not even sponsored by that person. Right. They buying them shoes nowadays. Mm-hmm. It's rare. If you don't see them wow. doing a commercial or anything for that thing, they're just buying that shoe. Or, yeah, I swear yeah. to God. Yeah, because I I I, I want to say probably the. The peak for me in skating was, I would probably say maybe early 2000s, I got sent um, um, like good job box from Zoo York with a couple decks in it and just some, I mean, it wasn't flow, I mean, or anything like that, but but, but that's the highest that, that, that I ever got to a point of, uh, I guess you could say notoriety, except mm. now, I mean... It, it's just fun still being involved in skating. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm just, I, I'm just grateful to be here. You know, it's just, and still be able to do it. I have friends that have had like full knee replacements. That, I mean, they, they are so scared to get on a board now. It's, I, I'm imagine. so glad I'm not like that. Yeah. I mean, I'm just, I feel like I'm very fortunate to Dude, still be able they to skate? do it. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I, I feel blessed all the time because. When I when I tore up my knee in 04, I mean, I had an orthopedic surgeon tell me that I shouldn't. And I told him I was going to. And he told me what I was. I mean, I looked at, I mean, my knee was dislocated, swollen, broken. It was fucked. Did you do that from skateboarding? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was doing, a, I, was, I was skating in Highland on the mini ramp. And I was doing a, a board slide to, to uh, fakie rock. 
and my front foot came off because I was skating a flat deck and I hyperextended and went, my leg went straight into the transition. Because I put my own, I like moved my own oh kneecap my back God. and it blew up like a freaking basketball. It was disgusting. Do we not, it, I mean, I remember laying in this guy's <laughs> office, getting ready to break the sides of the hospital because <laughs> right, he's, he's draining my knee. He's, this dude's doctor's draining my knee and I'm screaming like a bitch. And I'm still like, I'm going to ride a skateboard. Right. Like, that's it. I'm, I'm in right. an orthopedics o- I'm surgeon's invested. office. They're telling me they don't know if I'll walk right again. And I'm like, you better figure it out, motherfucker, because I'm going to skate again. There, so you better tell me what I need to do. You know what I mean? Because it's going to happen. There was a show on MTV where, man, it... it Scarred, that's what it was called. Oh, every that, time oh, I saw a skater, oh, oh, oh. every time I saw a skater on there, I looked away because I knew it was going to be some wicked shit. Oh, and I didn't want to see it. Yep. I didn't want to see Has it. Has anybody watched 411 911? Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. No. It's 40, 40, 50 minutes long. I haven't made it past yeah. like the first minute and a half because it's fucking gnarly. It'll no, make you not want to skate. It is gnarly, shit, yeah. Right? Before you drop in, or like, just even when you just step on, you'd be like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> yeah, the wife got it for me a few years ago as a Christmas gift, just thinking it was like a skate video, and I was like. Oh man! Like, <laughs> you gotta burn shit. that shit. Yeah, you gotta, we got you gotta burn that shit with like ceremonial. But I am see talk about ceremonial. This is how fucking weird I am. If I skate a deck and I get hurt on it, I'll never ride it again, ever. I, I like take it apart. I keep it, but I'll never ride it again. That's crazy. I, I get I super. I, get, I mean, and it could be one trick crazy. and get hurt bad, and I'm like, nah, nope, I'll never ride it again. I'm different. I would like. I did this even recently. I'm still suffering from this, and I had these certain shoes that are gone now. I finally destroyed it. That was my goal was to destroy the shoes and you know and conquer that. I rolled the <laughs> fuck out of both my ankles earlier, like around August, in these fucking thin ass like slip on shoes. I was like, oh fuck. Rolled them. Two and a half months later, oh. I was back on board, put some other shoes on. Then one day, I was like, you know what? I'll wear them again. That yeah. same day. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I did the same fucking thing. They're I was cursed. like, oh my God. And then, <laughs> some weeks later, But then it becomes you got to conquer it, though. You <laughs> yeah, still got to come back I was so and pissed It's off. funny because it's dumb shit, but you yeah. feel like and it's cursed. I came back to the shoes for the third time, and people were telling me, they were like, dude, would you stop skiing those fucking uh-huh. shoes? They're killing I'm like, no, dude, I got to murder them. Look, it's a hole almost at the bottom. I, I'm going to kill them. Man, I remember. I did finally murder him, but that fucked me up. Dude, I remember going through shoes like monthly, oh, and then now it's like I get a pair of skate shoes, and it's like I'll spend ninety dollars because I'm they're gonna last me like a year and a half. You know what I mean? Like I I got a an alley hole in the side of my shoe because I finally started getting them and learning kick flips again. I'm like forty five years old, and I'm like I never learned a fucking kick flip, so I learned one, and I can do I can do them fakie on a ten inch deck. I can't do them rolling forward, and I can't do them on anything else. Nice. They're like the weirdest trick I've ever learned in my life. Dude, I, or I can do I can do them nollie, or I can do them fakey, but that's it. And they, and I can't I can only do them on a pig. I mean, it has to be a big deck. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I'm, I've been thinking I, I for a, I've been thinking for a long time about putting a bounty on my kickflip. Because I can vario flip, I can I can almost tray flip. Dude, this but, is the homie right but, here teaching that shit. Sean Nolan needs to be teaching kick flips. Uh, Sean Nolan kick flip school nine ninety nine an hour. Recently too. I, I'm, right. sorry, I'm not a kick flip person for us. I, I just started kick flipping. I finally filmed my first kick flip ever filmed purposely, <laughs> like a, a week ago at Morganford from the little. I just jumped from the top part of the where the quarters at to the flat or whatever the hell. It's like over the noping. Yeah. And I kick flip, no I kick flip something. I was like, holy fuck, I ain't never kick flip nothing in my life. And I've yeah. just been doing them recently, and I've gotten better at them, yeah? Well, because, yeah, because it's just I mean, practice. really, that's the funny thing about about skating, like, 
uh, between the 90s and early 2000s, like whenever you started, not everybody had every trick. Hey, no. I mean, it was one of those. I mean, I mean, I was never a kick flipper. I was always a heel flipper. Um, I for some reason they they heel flips seem natural to me. Mm-hmm. Just like just like going front side is natural to me, and going to back side is natural to a lot more people than going front side. Right. Well, a well, huge problem. A huge problem uh, I had no, regular. Regular, okay. is that I lived in a small town, so I was super isolated, and a lot of tricks didn't come to my town. I didn't have buddies right. who learned the tricks. So like I never got the kickflip. I learned I taught myself how to varial flip because I could do a shove it mm-hmm. and I accidentally fucked one up and the board flipped. I was right. like, oh wow, I wonder if I can land my feet on this thing. Right. It's not like I like, saw anybody do it. I thought, right. oh that'd be cool. And the kickflip I never learned it from anybody because it never came to my town. Mm-hmm. I was the best skater and, and I mean that's nothing in a little tiny town. You know, I could right. do acid drops off of off of dumpsters and shit like that i was doing that is crazy, you know twirls crazy. and shit like that but I, I lived in a bubble where certain tricks never came to never came to right. us and so no, i never no, learned them. I that's where the videos come into play where yeah. you gotta watch you, you gotta like soak in so many videos and that's what i did like i just absorbed every video as much as possible just so i can just keep seeing skateboarding and see what it was but then right. it did get real when i seen people doing it actually in front of me yeah when i seen it done in front of me i was like hmm. i was like how the hell I was like, okay, how you do that? All right. And then I just kept figuring, like, right. getting insight. And then I'll literally train myself. I was like, I put myself through boot camp or some shit for, like, the first year. I'll even, I even had, like, heel wounds trying to land heel flips. Because my heel <laughs> always smacked the crap out of my, yeah. my tendon every time I tried to heel. And I'll, my thing was, if I could do this trick three to five times in a row, I got that trick. Yeah. And I'll practice every trick. Basic tricks, especially. I wanted all my basics for sure. And then I'll go into the advanced and I'll be like, kick flip. When it, like you know, front side flip, back side flip, tray flip, then I'm like, okay, how many times can I get those in a row? Then I was like, you know, I'm about to murder everybody at Games of Skate. <laughs> I was, boy, that was my goal too, was just to just annihilate people. Because in that stage of my life, I was still playing video games like Mortal Kombat and Street right, Fighter, so I'm right. ready to beat the hell out of you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and keep it going until you throw the joystick at the TV or yeah. something. But you're but a thrower I, too. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I have mine. I've got mine destroyed, of course. Mm-hmm. That's what makes that's what I like though. I was like, Oh, you beat me? That just makes me wanna beat you right. even more. Let's keep going. I've played even to this day, there's people I still play that I know that I, that keeps beating me and I'm like, right. oh, I'm gonna keep playing you. Yeah. I'm gonna figure you out. Yeah, because well well and then also and also we played to where there was none of this redo or uh, yeah, or, 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 or yeah, and there was never second try on the last letter. Um, I mean I mean, you if you wanted to land the trick, you had to do it bolts. And 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 and, and, and it was no yeah. push push. It was two push minimum and do your trick. <laughs> yeah. No running jumps? Yep. <laughs> I did the running jump then. I'm like, all right. Mm. Get more speed. Not to change the topic, but one of the most fun fucking things I think there in skateboarding right now, and tell me if you guys agree, how fucking bomb ass is is Gary Rogers? <laughs> oh my god! I love that guy. Yeah, Gary Rogers is come fun. on. He's cool. I like him. But yeah, obviously people say I look like him all the time. Even though I'm older than him, <laughs> I, when I first seen him, I was like, God damn, this motherfucker look like me. Damn it! Now people gonna th- start saying that shit. And then I, it just came. I would never say that. <laughs> but in like transition, I went from Wesley Snipes, Whoopi Goldberg, Eddie Murphy, Gary. 
<laughs> That's he's, just how it is. He's super funny, man. I, I hope he gets like another gig besides Thrasher at some point. Uh, he be announcing X Games now. Is he? Yeah, yeah. He does that every year now for like the last two or three, uh, as far as I'm concerned. So yeah, he's yeah, doing his thing. Um, because I grew up watching the Sal Mascacala or whatever. Yeah, Sal. Was. I thought he was cool. Yeah. I was cool with him too. But he was was he was Sal an. I know he but was a skater back in the day, but he, he just really always sounded skated. Yeah, he sounded like kind of a skater. You know what I mean? Yeah. If Gary wanted, he can actually go and branch off to his own channel. But the thing with that, it'll be super hard to bring all those those subscribers from Thrasher and Metro Skateboarding, which he posts those videos on, into one again. Like I've seen YouTube lately. They they algorithm rhythm and the way they. Um, have standards now to even get to to the point of monetization is very hard, and for them for you to even get into the algorithm to be recommended re- relentlessly yeah. is hard as fuck. You got to like turn in like straight up like about fifty views for surely in that first day, I guess fifty thousand views. I mean, yeah, and that'd be hard first, and be, even for Gary. Yeah, I mean, so, I mean, I mean, it's to be honest, it's hard to go viral. So look at Metro <laughs> Skateboarding. If you ever watch Metro, if you know Metro Skateboarding, you can look it up right now. Go to their YouTube. Yeah, they got some follow- some subscribers, uh, but their views are are is low, like not high. They get like only ten thousand every t- couple of days, hmm. or something, something, something like that. But then Thrasher, his videos always getting like fifty grand plus. Right. That's so he, that's he's got to stay there until further notice. Yeah. It's really it's, it's hard. But like, yeah. what would be the motivation to even leave? Thrasher. Uh, I mean, you want to do your own thing, or somebody pissed you off? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess so. I mean, but it I, it'd be a good move if if it, he does it to just grow further rather than wait to be pissed off because then you you can still always have your relationship with Thrasher and Metro, and then you can get pump, you know promoted through them for your separate thing right. or whatnot. So it's, and it's a time thing. So he he only been doing it for like like what like a little over five years. Maybe he's waiting for like another five more years. Right. And then he's going to have built up a, not, a lot of money to buy the equipment because all that shit is going to come right out of your, po- your pocket. In the yeah, moment. right. Yep. Just yep. like the Nine Club. Yep. They, everything was out of their pocket in the beginning. They have sponsors for like the first year. Now, they every episode, they sponsor by somebody. Yeah. And that was just due to sh- them, their hard work, not just them forcing their friends to shout out their fucking channel. Yeah, I yeah. love the Nine Club. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I watched so many of their episodes. Yeah, it's tight. I watched almost every one of the episodes. <clears throat> I love them. Oh, and then yeah. I it's love tight. I love Wrecking Ball. <laughs> Dude, do you, have you seen the most recent one when he's dogging Costin? No, no. Oh, but with him, it's a publicity. When it I see is. That dude, it is. Like uh, it got to the point where when he started going after Stevie Williams, yeah, I was like, hold on, wait a second, let me pay attention to this shit. The way he went after Steve Williams in the beginning, he was showing some funny ass looking photos of him cross eyed, looking like just trying to embarrass him. And then Stevie Williams was going back at him and said a couple of things that I thought was like real at first. I was like, all right, cool. You know, he said something like, hey, you better stop playing with a king before you get hurt or some bullshit. And then whack, he just kept going at him. And then, then out of nowhere, Stevie Williams does the same thing as Weck and put him on his Instagram right after saying some shit about not on not being on that childish level being bigger right. than that. And when yeah. I seen him do that, I was like, what, what the hell? No, these motherfuckers working together. That's a publicity <laughs> stunt. That is a fucking publicity stunt. I promise you. It's a, it's a swapping of fucking viewers. It it's is. Easy to do, it no is. matter what. And I can it see is. that. I saw right through that. And there were people that were telling me 
they're like, man, this has got to be real. Look at this shit. I'm like, no, there ain't no fucking way this motherfucker can come Right. Philly, the hardest street to say some shit like this to out of nowhere, stupid to this fool's level. What the hell? No. Well, way. well, well. I think actually, Wrecking Ball. I think he's Kalis's cousin. I, I, yeah, I think. Um, I, mean, I, mean, I mean, I mean, I do. I mean, I mean, I mean, he's pretty good, but that whole muscle man shit, it does get a little old. But man, that's it is, it is, <laughs> it, I give it, it to is him for funny. that his gimmick. That's what right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, the one, I think one of the episodes that I loved was whenever he, um, 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 was whenever he put, I think it was Nigel on blast, like throughout almost, Nick. almost, yeah. almost his whole video part. You talk, about, you talk about the like the videos he used to upload on YouTube, like Manny but Myth Manny Busters. Yeah, yeah. Manny I used to Busters. watch his Manny Busters. Down. I did like. Yeah, yeah. Because I like, I like Manny Busters. It was so funny because I'm like he's straight calling out people for these amazing legendary as video parts that people grew up on, inspired by. He's right. been slamming these pro parts. It's like, oh my god, what are you doing? These people yeah, come because at you. yeah, because he got Stevie. <laughs> Whenever Stevie did that, that um, um, I think it was like a nollipop shove it to nose manual on that on that stage. That I mean that oh huge, yeah, fakey shove fakey manual yeah they, yeah that that's it right and then because um, and to be honest it's like I I mean I saw where he froze it and said he I I still because back in the nineties you knew you drug so you just didn't do it. You you redid it. I mean, that's how it was. If you, I mean, I mean, if it wasn't clean and perfect, you almost you had to redo it because it just drove you insane. I can imagine what Damon Song went through in this video parts then. Yeah. <laughs> so I got a question, guys. Um, what's the next big thing on the on the skate scene in St. Louis? What's coming down the pike that we should um, be aware of or want to know about? Well, I mean. I, I mean, I would, I would, I would go out on a limb and say there, there's quite a few different things. I think, um, um, I think the expansion um, of the of the church and skate skate laborious. I think that they they are on the verge of really making that a mecca spot, like a skatopia. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because because it yeah. sort of speaks to different styles of skating now. Because whenever it was just the big half. Um, and there are the, I guess, the it mini was half. considered a mini half. Yeah, six foot, um, seven foot mini. Um, I mean, it, it took special skaters to be able to really shred the shit out of that thing. And <laughs> it was not me. No. <laughs> yeah, because, me neither. Because I'm, rad, still, I'm still learning transition as <laughs> oh, I go. Um, um, but Maybe. also, yeah. I think... See, we're opposite. I'm learning street. <laughs> <laughs> it made me want to have big wheels again, man. Right. Oh. Yeah, yeah, for real. <laughs> Well, and, the church is tight, though. Um, I mean, the church is, is tight. I mean, we got the cooler B and B. That's a super cool thing. Dude, but, Queens Highway. But but but, Ford, but but I think I think the thing Maple that Road. the thing that I like the most is there's so many dudes just trying to make their own mark on skating. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, obviously Sean's doing Show Me Skateboarding. Um, uh, Chris Dunn, another cool local dude. He's doing sideways oh, yeah. skates. Yeah. Um, yeah, he definitely um, does some blow up. I mean, yeah. obviously, obviously, we got the the broken homes crew going down and stuff like that, and 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 I think I think the thing that I like about it, it's almost like a rebirth of the DIY skaters just doing your own thing, leaving your own mark, and mm-hmm. and 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 supporting your local scene. I mean, I really think that's sort of 
um, in a nutshell, I mean, that's what I think is is on the verge of something really cool happening. Yeah, it's like cool things coming out of basic. Like, that's what I love so much about my logo. It's just clean and basic and looks good on a deck. Yeah. You know, I didn't want to do anything crazy, just recognizable. But, dude, St. Louis, there there is, man. And it's like anywhere you go, there's somebody skating. Right. You got the ledges by Bush Stadium. Like, yeah. man, we could go on for days about well, yeah, St. Louis. Yeah, yeah, every fucking day. I, I put my work in. I'm, here, I'm out there every fucking dude, day. Dude, I know, I know. Every day, yeah, 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 we're always watching. Yeah, yeah we are. <laughs> Yeah, and Fuck, now I can yeah, see it are. from within. I, I know, I just, like I said, I said, I'm sure you heard me say this. I've seen the community scene significantly grow over the last 15 years. My whole time, from the beginning of skating till now, I've seen the community go from small pockets to them pockets starting to link up. You know, my bad, sorry. With a little connection, you know, like, like a little cell. Right. Like yeah. one big old right. community, and it just keeps getting bigger. It's ridiculous. And, like, and these newer kids are just keep getting even better. Right. I mean, like, fuck, I'm 31. I've been skating a lot, like a lot for years. And I, I see kids that are annihilating it way better than me. And I'm like, holy fuck, man. Yeah. I wish this park was there when I was a fucking kid. Right. Like, no did. shit. Well, yeah. Yeah. Welcome yeah. to, yeah. I, welcome to getting old. I can't yeah. with what I had. <laughs> right. But I'm still out there with them. That's another thing. What's inspiring this is inspiring it to me is to see, like, people, you know, y'all age in the 40s, even like Joe Herbert, Baba, fucking Chris Casey, all yeah. them people. That's who I was inspired by yeah. when I was young. They were like 10 plus years older than me. So when I was young, I used to be like, and I seen them when I was young. I just be like, holy fuck. And to see them still now shredding, I'm like, dude, holy fuck. Hopefully right. when I yeah. get there, I'm going to still be doing it just like them. That shit is inspiring. And it, and that same inspiration is ripple effecting in, into the next generation inevitably. Right. Especially keeping now what was coming out of St. Louis, us doing our own thing and all these new fresh brands from the Midwest, taking spots that we should have been to back in, even before us Right. that was just left you know, unused because they wanted to be over here. They wanted to be over there. Right. Why do you need? Yeah, they're, you're already, they're killing it. They're rich. They right. don't even need you over there no right. more. The Midwest yeah. is literally its own thing. We can, they can survive right. over there, but without the, like, partial of it, we can bring up our own competitive shit. Yeah. And be known for having some, the dopest brand that came from St. Louis or the dopest brand that came from Illinois versus right. some dope brand that came from Santa Cruz, obviously. Yeah. Some dope brand that came from fucking L.A., obviously. Right. Some dope brand that came from New York, Fibro, fucking, obviously, Supreme. Right. They, they right. killing it. Mm-hmm. Right. We ain't got nothing like that here. Right. Name something. Now, now can you? I'm going to give you five seconds. Ah, uh, fuck it. I'm going to cut it right there right. I can't. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Now what we're doing. But there's going to be doing, something. Exactly. That's yeah. what we're doing. And then you got to do it what they're doing. The thing that they don't even talk about that's, it, that's in your face. All those competitive brands out there in California and New York, they work together. They, yeah, there's element in Burroughs and they got all separate teams. No, them bosses get, get down to the same table and do it fucking mobster style. Right. Yeah. How the fuck we're going to yeah. do this, Tony? I mean, you're going to take the boys in July. I mean, what the hell? Yeah. Like, boom. You yeah. work together. Automatically, because when they, when they do real big competitions, the things that that should be here yearly, they're gonna always see those brands. Who us? Yeah. Right, right. Because I'll tell you this: this where we should take the spot where where what where we need. Yes, we need people skateboarding here every day, all the time. We always get cut out in the winter. Nobody else in New York over the last thirty years ain't brought no building over here. We got to do that ourselves. Yeah, right. yeah. that's my goal. Right, yeah. that's the future. Right. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, DIY is definitely the future. That's part of the future too. Why? Because we're doing it to the point where they eventually these professionals will have no choice but to see them. They're gonna see the money there. They're eventually gonna just be professionals. But oh, whoa, whoa! You can't just 
come into our shit without talking to the skaters first. Well, and so, then and then and then and also that's when things get met way better, right, so much better, right. And More then parts. well, and then there's also a lot of big money behind skating to where to where I almost view this as skaters taking skateboarding back. Too. Yeah, for I sure, do where, too, yeah. especially to where, oh, especially yeah. here. Yeah, um, oh, yeah. Um, to where I mean, obviously, we saw Vision sell to like Walmart, to where you can get vision boards at Walmart. Dark Star, like Kryptonic, right? Makes Dark me Star. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, you I can mean, buy Vision Gators at Walmart, mm-hmm. I mean, right? It doesn't say Gator, but what the fuck, right? You know what I mean, but collectively together, though, no one. And this still, once again, nobody can really necessarily get rich. The only people getting rich is the us, uh, as in the community. Yeah. We're right. all going to benefit right. from this connective effort that the people who are actually taking the time to do something right. and hopefully you're thinking about the people because that's right. without them you ain't gonna be able to do shit yeah yeah I mean Give it's back. like homies taking care of homies really exactly. I mean that's what it's all about and then that's when the people on the outside be like you know what that's kind of interesting what they're doing the same as we already got a laborious that yeah. make right. pros come out here right. so they're doing their part and uh, basically you know that's what's happening I mean Affinity Skate Shop they, they bring people out here but they don't they, they bring them out here in a particular way that it's not like we don't see them all the time. Right. Yeah. Right. They're concerned. They, right. Not, they, they can do so much more better. They can do so much more. I know they have. I know they have. It, but they don't. They don't. They're not doing it. So I feel like I feel like anyone who has anything fresh and doing anything new, especially if I like it. I want to help them. I, I spent even my last 10 years trying to help build up other people's brands before I started. Shit. Right. Mm-hmm. I tried to help them build up their shit. Their shit by skating for them but then their directions just fell off or they just couldn't manage shit right right and throughout these this last 10 years of me skating and for many different people i just kept thinking i'm like man i feel like i don't know why i feel like this but i can do this way better than these motherfuckers i don't know why here right certain yeah. things not yeah. infinity bump right. balls people they play hey look at me i'm fucking that that brand case what's me who the hell are you and where'd you come from Right. <laughs> Do you skate with anybody? Uh, right. You got to pay your dues, man. Yeah. Pay your dues. Be here with the community. This is how all those brands start. They were all skating somewhere around a bunch of people and decided to do something with a bunch of people. Yeah. It just rippled effect. Right. It just rippled. That's what's happening here at me. I've been trying to skate with everyone. I'm out here every fucking day. I'm getting older. I'm, that's why I'm utilizing my body as much as I can now. Right. I can't. <laughs> so I'm out here skating with these fucking kids. These young motherfuckers getting clips. I'm throwing myself down some stairs. I gotta go to work in the morning. Like, what the heck? <laughs> right. These right. Guys, like, I gotta go home and do com- schooling on my computer and exercise. Right. I gotta work and lift up boxes on my back. I mean, what? What the hell? But, but I'm trying so hard because right. I believe in it so much that I'm willing to do this for for something I can see in the future that's gonna blow up for the masses. Right. Well, and, and, and also, I think that, I think the other thing that we're seeing with the younger skaters uh, as as to how they're getting so good so fast, I mean, I think a lot of it has to do with the parks. Yeah. Um, oh, my but, God. But yes. also, oh, yeah. It is. Um, oh, yeah. Um, but, but also, I feel like us older dudes are also a little bit more accepting of the younger kids, and, and, and that's why we're starting to see, well, I mean... I know he's sort of a shy dude, but I mean, like Stewie. I mean, Alex? he, yeah, yeah, Alex. He got a very unique style that you don't see too often because everybody's trying to look like Deshane O'Neill. Right. But I mean, I mean, he does these crazy, like, stale fish, early grabs, yeah, no. variations that, I mean, that's the type of thing. I mean, I love seeing those, those people that just, 
you can see that they they stand out and they're definitely doing their own thing. Yeah, uh, I've known Alex since he was like 13 years old. I met yeah. him and his little Super brother cool. at Kings Highway Super when they were young cool as dude. kids. And but but I, don't know, I just used to see him all all the time in the city. And then as he got older, I skated with him. He'll always hit me up to skate. So that's why yeah. people are like, hey, Sean, can I skate with you? I'm like, yeah, man, come on, let's go let's skate. And then it's been we've been skating together for years to the point where I'm like, he's been even, uh, helping me the whole time. We showed me it was no. Yeah. No brainer to put someone on who actually believe who let on believes in the vision, but wants to see the future of right. the shit right. that's to happen. So that you know, I put he wanted and he, he wanted the ride, and I'm like, damn right, let's do this. People love him. I mean, he is unique. You can't yeah. you can't deny the unique skateability, and that's what I like. I like people to show me. That's the I'm sorry to get all punny, but that's what I want. Show me right. your skateboard. I don't want you to right. be like them. Skate right. like the way you do it. Right. What is no your stress. thing? No what pressure. What is your thing? You ain't got to yeah. jump off a roof, but if you want to, go Could ahead. be cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't force it. Like, 25 stairs shit, it. that's been done. <laughs> you don't have to force it. Just chill and be and grow, and just you know be around the right people. Once once the, the, you're around the right people, it'll just lock in and then things are just flourish from there and sometimes it take a couple of years sometimes it could take the rest of your fucking life to finally yeah. get that it, but hopefully you don't give up yeah that's why I always like skating with Tom and Tom is frightening because it's like they kind of set the mood when you have a session but man those dudes are fucking rad and like their style is just absolutely unbelievable and yeah. it's like you know when I started doing the team rider thing to me it wasn't it didn't matter if you just learned how to ollie a parking block or if you were ripping a 20s there it was all about having fun and being a community and teaching and loving one another. So that's really where I wanted everything to be at and still want to be at. Like you said, you know, it's like, you know, if I see a kid at the park and I got a decent used deck, I'll hook him the fuck up because that's just what you're supposed to do. You know, we're supposed to take care of each other, man. And for some, somewhere along the line that the industry got too big and it got too greedy and dudes like us are like, you know what? We can do this ourselves and we don't have to pay $70 for your decks, you know? fuck you we'll we'll i mean we we screen print decks dude like 60 style out of a garage and i wouldn't have it any other fucking way i really wouldn't right. i don't want a heat transfer like those decks are sick i love them like there's a lot of things i'd like to do but being an old schooler man like i remember getting blank blank decks and like spray painting anarchy signs or misfit logos or whatever on the bottom of them and it wasn't it wasn't about whose name was on it or what logo was on it it was it was just the passion that you had for what you were doing and how bad you wanted to do it. And it's like skateboarding, I've always loved it, but it's gotten to be where it's, I almost feel like it's very commercialized. And I kind of feel like guys like you, guys like in the local community of like, like you said, took it back. Like, you know, fuck you and your, and your Chinese sponsors. And, you know, it's, you know, a lot of people get on me because I talk shit about Nike, but it's like, I don't want, I won't ride anything. I won't skate anything. I don't want anything to do with anything that's not skater made. Fuck it, I don't. I know I get a lot of crap for that, and I'm probably a dick for saying it. <laughs> and I have nothing against Nike or people that wear it. It's just, that's just how I am. When I grew up, that these were the brands and these were the people that took care of you. So therefore, in my, old, in my older age, that's what I do. I take care of the people that were there when I was there in the beginning, when we only had five board companies not 30 you know what i mean it's just i don't know maybe i'm just talking out my ass but it's just like well i, I, I feel like it kind of got corporate got corporate and political and it's like i thought we were skateboarders i thought we did what we wanted and we didn't decide like 
we're going to look this way or do this because this guy told us to. Like, well, man. On my team, if you want to look, if you want to have 50 piercings and a mohawk and, like, punch <laughs> yourself in the face, like, I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you're totally accepted. We'd love to have you just because you do that. You know what I'm saying? But, like, I just, it, it's all about, you know, in COVID, COVID sucks, but it kind of gave an opportunity for skateboarding to go back to where it needed to be. Skateboarding yeah, needed to go back that. to the garage and back to the backyards streets. and back to where streets. it all started to the that's streets. That's exactly what happened yeah. to me. But that's what needed to happen. Skateboarding needed to go back underground and reset. And, and guys like us are trying to do that. Skate life. <laughs> and I love it. And I love the pros. I haven't skated it's not more that. since it's just, COVID. I mean, now granted, we go to a lot street of skate, parks. Yeah. We, do, we do a lot of parks because... It's easy, so my daughter can do it, and then my 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 younger son's learning still, but um, but there's still nothing like just just rolling the city and just skating. Oh yeah, the city. I, I love yeah. it. I, I, I mean, when I started skating, it was in the streets. I'd never. Yep, I that never was my it. First park for like three years and then I finally went to a skate park I yeah my first skate street. park was a 7-Eleven in a parking block dude for real <laughs> right. yeah, I mean, I but it was rad yeah like, but I mean I like the parks I wish there were more parks back when I grew up uh, started skating I wish I, I, fuck I would love to, I would have loved that but it wasn't but I still enjoy the parks for what this for the Supervised skateboarding, it is. Mm-hmm. A lot of these parks are super cool, man. Like Morgan Ford and Yap, yeah. the church. I mean, there's a lot of cool parks around here that offer a lot yeah. for everybody. Like, I know Maplewood, I've seen the video from you guys, and I know I'm more of a transition guy, but I'm like, damn, dude, like, I skate like Mike V, like old 80s Mike V Street, and I'm looking at them banks going, man, that's like hours of fucking roll arounds yeah. and laybacks, like, all day long. Right. Like, they look super fun. And that's the other thing I always thought it was cool about being a skateboarder. You don't look at the world like everybody else does. Right. You know, like people say, oh, they just see a ledge or they see this or they see that. And we're like, it's just the way we see the world is so, so different. It's just, I don't know. I was, I was walking down the street. We were in Indy. A friend of mine and I were in Indianapolis back a few weeks ago, just walking down the street, going to a restaurant or some shit. And there was a, a granite ledge. Oh just sitting there and it was pretty granite and then all of a sudden there was like a 20 foot section that was super discolored about four inches in and i was like you know what that is she's like no what a bird shit or something like she didn't get it right i was like yeah that's a fucking skate spot and a right? good one at that <laughs> like that that shit gets sessioned all the time that's a buttery curve that is yeah. an eye catch all, uh, more like more than just seeing even spots when you're driving down the street you'd be just like damn that's a spot then you just out of nowhere looking at everything right. like a spot yeah, yeah. yeah but when you just see some wax you'd be just walking and be like man what the hell is a skate spot do you analyze why do they oh damn right this is a skate spot yeah but anybody a- else would be like what the fuck is that shit and then or they'll slip <laughs> off of it and be like ah what the fuck was that? i don't know why is my stare slippery out of nowhere yeah yeah i totally see shit completely differently well i mean i mean i mean it's funny you say that because i still i just took a photo just like a couple days ago of a spot that i just found down the street from here and if it wasn't raining tonight we would definitely be hitting it because um um because it looks very plaza i mean they they totally redid the whole front and it's like a three stair set, huh. um, and then and then and then you can so you can go up the stairs, Manny to off the drop off to the side. I mean, it's a pretty. Where is it say? Oh, oh, just right down the street off of Watson. Huh. Yeah, you think <laughs> yep, people they will be. Cops gonna be on you in seconds on that. But it's yeah. gonna be buttery when it's broken in. 
Yep, and that and is and, and that's the and I guess that's the the skating and me to where because that's that's what we did. We we yeah. We, I didn't have to, to where if if you can't do it in the streets, who really gives a shit? Yeah, we, that was the old thought. That's where that's that's where you know when you really have a trick. Yeah, is whenever you can pull something out of a of out of a street spot because there's cracks. There's there's. There's glass. There's uh, yeah. It was always think, you know what though. Think of all the architects that never skated but built all that shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they obviously seen the world differently than everybody else too, because there there was a purpose for what they built. Maybe they didn't understand, but right. it's like the these generations since the 70s have definitely we have definitely taken advantage. Mm-hmm. I wish of some we beautiful had the areas. freaking uh, architects in Europe or something because they're they're are randomly out of nowhere. It's always amazing, or even China. Yeah. All their shit is always dope. But then you come to America, not to hate on not my own country, but the thing looks <laughs> like blocks Legos. And yeah, then when it does, yeah. when they, we do like to skate that blocker Lego, they even put a little block of Lego sideways on it and knob it. Yeah. yeah, like what the f- Tetris everywhere. Yeah, it's Tetris. What everywhere. the hell is this? Yeah, dude, like dude, that. Dude, like, I hate that. Like, <laughs> like, like how they how they made that city garden, and and how are you not going to skate that? Yeah, spot? I know exactly. Oh like, yeah, down at Keener Plaza. Yeah, buttery ass bench going. You, yeah, and, and then you got the rail along the back side of it. Of it Mega nine stair, double or flat four, flat four. This is a goddamn skate plaza. Right. This is what we wanted you to make a long time ago. Right. But you gave us. The first section of JB. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I was you're there. good. I was there. I was like, everything's slappy. I mean, I, like, I, the little ledges by the two-star. I wish those are, like, a, you know, regular height. Yeah, I remember when like JB was just the bottom there. section, and they yeah. were just yeah. starting to do the top. I was there when it, when it was just the gazebos, and we were just yeah. kicked out for just skating the gazebos or whatever, the doing flat ground. And then the one further down by the cemetery, it had these little, um, like, It'd be a pole like for a column holding up the little thing, and then there's a big ass square around a concrete block, and that was ledges, and they knobbed those. Yeah, and we just skate the shit out of them, and it was a three star right to the side of that, which is like a brick three. You know what mm-hmm. I'm talking? It's like yeah. it's like it's it's like um it's a brick fountain right there. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And then further up, it's like a a three star made out of the same brick, and the three star goes curves all the way around like mm-hmm. a half a square. Nice. And used, I used to skate this shit with Eric Wendy back in the day. Like like ancient like when he was one of the people I looked up to I was like yeah. fucking seventeen or whatever and he was like twenty like he was ten years old than me so see like the 27. skate science street wax oh uh, yeah, uh, yeah skate ice yeah skate yeah. ice yeah. yeah yeah okay yeah so I used to get him back and they you know people like I, so back then I was seventeen and they were twenty so and they were twenty in their mid twenties like a lot of people like um, when Eric Wendy even like Joe Herbert, a lot of them, I met them in their mid 20s, so they were slaying. Like Joe mm-hmm. Jackson, oh my right. fucking God, Matt Mitten. Yeah. Phew. Even, oh my God, these people were murderous. And I was just like, how the hell? I thought I was good. I thought I was ready to play people in skate. No. <laughs> All that bullshit training I thought I told y'all about earlier. Yeah. <laughs> it worked yeah. a little. <laughs> yeah, I still, um, um, I still remember like, like roughly that 95. I mean, that, I mean, that was like, that's a year that me and my, and my old skate crew of friends always talk about. We always talk about 95. But the cool thing is that, um, like, uh, two houses down from from one of my best friends growing up, um, uh, Mike Hodak lived, and and he's Hody at, oh, at, yeah, at yeah. Future all the time, and and it was always super rad because he would always come out whenever he wasn't going to college, 
and talk to us and just pretty much encourage you to, 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 to stick with it. And he still he does still that does today. That. And then and then I still remember, um, because whenever I was 15, like I really remember something like <laughs> 20 years later. But um, I still remember we were at um, EarthSurf nice. one time and then we were just talking like, um, I don't think we ever did this. So, 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 where did you fit into the skate scene? And I said, uh, North County. Um, I mean, I mean, that's pretty much where I came from. And then he was like, and then it dawned on me that he was my Kodak from down the street, and it was super rad because I was like, I was like, dude, you gave us so much assistance and so much knowledge, and and, and he's still doing it. And it's, I mean, but but that just. It's it's like you know the true skaters. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. I believe I believe in his opinion. I trust his opinion more than none. Like even like where um, he helped me judge my contest in the beginning of the year. Right. And he's part of that because when he's like, hey, you need a judge. I'm like hell yeah, Hody. I believe I know you're gonna do <laughs> right. Non-biased. Please, mm-hmm. you know what's up. Get on there. So that's tight though that you still got people like that around, still hyping, just being a super duper yeah. hype man. It's, that's tight. I got a question, guys. Yeah. Considering the nature of this podcast, and like I talk all the time to everybody about like what skating, like how big of a deal it is to me. Like I use skating as like my therapy. Like when shit's falling down around me, mm. like you know, there's nothing else in the world that, that, fucking gets to my soul like just stepping on the board and right. rolling around like it's got to be the same for y'all right yeah, yeah. absolutely oh, yeah. absolutely i mean i mean i definitely know that um i'm i, I, I mean bit. i'm definitely the guy in the room that has that, that that has a wife and the three kids and um i mean there's been i mean skateboarding has saved me a lot of ways and i think it's saved my sanity at least uh um being a father because it's frustrating at times life Life is stressful but all that stress goes away as soon as you step on that board yeah you completely forget about whatever was on your mind at least (laughs) for that time you're stuck on trying to learn a or learn a trick or battle a trick i everyone has done it you'd be pissed off or just you don't even want to deal be in that position anymore it's like some people want to get high or something instead of you going to get in the house some crazy shit you go to the skate park chill with the homes or you just go solo dello yeah and skate as soon as you start skating whatever was on your mind racing your heart you as soon as you start skating your mind is literally distracted completely pulled yep. over here and yeah. now you're focused on this and can't even think about anything else besides this trick and by the time then, you get back to it, it's like you're not even mad about it anymore. No, yeah, so you just like you do it, yeah. and then you well, after that you think about the issue. It probably it'll probably come up, but you be like, huh? I'm chill now. I just yeah. have to like beat up a puncher bag. Except I just skated it, uh, skated my that right. skated it out. Yeah. yeah. See, I had a really bad eight year meth addiction and got back into skating, and I used see? it to stay clean, and I've been clean 16, 15 years. Fuck yeah! But, yeah, but skateboarding has kept me clean. Yeah, and it saved you from that. That's and it, the it gave me pe- yeah, it brought people into my life that were clean and didn't live that lifestyle. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And it's That's cool because I've met so many skaters over the years. Christian, well, I mean, it doesn't matter. It's just like 
I love it for the fact that if you hear a set of wheels rolling, you just know what it is and you want to go ride. Right. That's, yeah. That's it. It's not about color or race or who gives a fuck, dude. Like, yeah. It's I, just you hear them wheels and you want to be a part of what they're doing. I, I super appreciate the fact that it is a fucking brotherhood, man. Yeah. It I, is. I go. I it go. Is. I can go anywhere. I can go to any park, and as long as. You know, as, long as, as long as you're not a coot. Yeah, as long yeah, as you're I mean, pretty much. Step yeah. On, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, it's, it's barriers, of course. Like, but it is true. Like, when, if even, especially when you're in the real world, not at, like, no, not the skate park, but in the real world where you're just walking down the street, you might not even have your board on you sometimes. Or you might be skating in, on with a, a couple of buddies and see a group down the street and be like, oh, hey, you might know somebody. Hey. Yeah. That's, it's been like that even more lately in St. Louis, as I've noticed. Like, nice. you'll see another group, and we know that whole group. Right. We all know each other, but they be like, hey, I'm, are we over here trying to skate this? Oh, man, all right, we'll probably catch up later. Yeah, because I mean, connected for sure. I mean, definitely sometimes. I mean, I mean, if you go back a few years into St. Louis, there was almost like invisible barrier lines to where no shit. Yeah, it to was where, to, to 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 where there was there. Um, this was this this area, and this was uh, you had your you you had your North County kids, you had your um, East St. Louis kids, South County kids, your West County kids, and then you had your St. Charles kids. But it's like. There is so much more blending. You want to know what destroyed that? You you know what helped destroy that side of skateboarding in St. Louis? Thank God. Social media connected people. Yes. Before that, the only time you seen a video or or other shit was with uh, your certain group of people. So some people won't even share shit with you. People are so secluded. And so fuck this social media basically forced people to get be more connected and social and I like it. Right. Yeah. Oh, say, absolutely. I'm Me no too. longer feeling embarrassed because you thought you can like I, I look like a coop. No, you know there's other people who actually like my shit. They got the I got to social media, I can reach them. Right. Even if they're in New York or somewhere else, they ain't even gotta be here saying right. I'm in a, like I'm connected with someone, it was a skateboarding. Hell, but, some of some of my biggest people I talked to um, through social media, I've never met them in person, yeah. and but we're like the best of friends, and we've uh, I've traded artwork with them because obviously I do the do the skate art and stuff like that. Um, I got this dude down in um, um, outside of uh, Fayetteville in Arkansas. I've never met him, but I feel like I I know him, and it's just um, um, I mean I mean skating has just. I mean, it's just... It's one of the best communities, if you ask me. Yes. I mean... Here, or, just, or just skating in general. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. then the St. Louis scene is, like, probably as pure as I can think. Oh, yeah. That's it's, like James it's or Lee better. guys like that. I mean, I, I, I mean, definitely the one thing that, that... I mean, a real special day for me recently was whenever we did the Push for Peace in downtown St. Louis. Yeah. Um, to just try to bring awareness to just what type of shit is happening in this world, but it was it was so great seeing that many skaters just come together um, in St. Louis and just push through the streets for a day. Yeah, yeah. it was a thing. What it was is because um, me, Randall, and Brian got you know was talking about it yeah. for the weekend of the contest. So it was like a weekend event, and we was like. Well, we can do a push for peace. At least we can finally get everybody together, hopefully, to, you know, even motherfuckers who don't even fuck with each other, period. Everyone was down there. Yeah. Like, everyone. That was, that, that, it was a, fuck our 
biased opinions. Fuck all this shit. Let's connect. Let's come together and stand. You know, stand up for what's right for us. You know, uh, a one singular like actual right. idea, which is obvious. We're tired of brutal police brutality. We're tired of the bullshit. Fuck that. Let's show them that our culture, skaters, we are aware of the bullshit. Right. Boy, are we? Yeah. Yeah. And so fuck our inner bullshit. Right. We on to something better, bigger, and better. Yeah, and, and, and that was so positive to me to where I just, and and it was me and Jacob, I took my younger son Jacob down there with me. Um, I mean, I mean, I mean, and also I got to see people I haven't seen for years that I didn't even know still skated. That's crazy. Um, yeah. That's and crazy. it was like, I mean, it was, it was just, I mean, it was just, just such a good day and, and. And I mean, in this day and age, if you can just have just what is an an amazing day, I mean, yeah. I mean that there's nothing that can beat that. That's an MVD for the skate community. This skate community for sure. Yeah. What about the possibility of doing a? Are there enough crews? Is there enough organization to do a to do a, like a, a Midwest or a St. Louis um, uh, King of the Road? Uh, oh, they do King of the Loo. Yeah, they do King of the Loo. That ran for. Eight years and not or whatever, maybe they did nine. But, but it was then, all based off King of the Road. Yeah, was it? I, know, yeah. I know. Oh no, Montero. I was asking. That's yeah, yeah, why I was yeah, asking. I know who created that was Corey Montero. He's my, my age. He does uh, graphic design. He does actually the most recent graphics for Infinity. Right. All he created the Z. He created the new the I. The, the, when they got they finally got their season desist for that Infinity sticker right there, that logo that used to be their main one. <laughs> yeah. And they, they finally after twenty some years got a season desist, and then that's when Corey gave them the whole new makeover and shit, and they've been killing it with that original shit. So now. is that still a I'm, thing? Yeah, I'm yeah, definitely uh, loving the new guy, graphics. Yeah, yeah, it's tight. they're and great. Now the guy who's doing the graphics, he started King of the Loop back when we were like early twenties, like when we were young as hell, and then he just that was another thing that did get. Uh, the community to get to do something together yeah and also people from even illinois started jumping over and other right. states are coming over to be a part of it and that was pretty tight so it's like it's been it's been a lot of things over the last 20 years of single skateboard i'll say that's been helping for build it to this moment right. for now like all those things if I, people start finally coming out creeping out oh you skate oh we can do stuff together we can actually run a company it can mean something we had, you know, and up until now, like all those people who started that when, we were, when I was in when I was in my early twenties, only ten years ago or whatever, if to see what they have done, even the guys before them, uh, guy uh, uh, Mariano, not guy Mariano, no, these are the St. Louis people who helped oh. build the St. Louis shit. Uh, Ryan Subletnam, uh oh. the guys who were the pretty skateboards people, yeah, who they that that was like, in my opinion, one of the first. Crews that did made videos and did shit with Matt Mitten them those people right y'all age they mm-hmm. that was the first time I seen the video I was like is there any other singles video so no, this is the first one I was like holy shit I watched that thing like eighty bajillion times yeah I was like damn <laughs> I seen these motherfuckers one. matter of fact when I was when I first started skating I ran into them many a times and they'll give me a board because my shit was so whack it would be so shitty and they'll just give me boards every time I seen them when I was that, young. Was it take you about three, four days to whittle down a deck? Because <laughs> uh, it looks brand new one day, and he'll post a video like two hours later. That motherfucker looks dead. Yeah, see, I, <laughs> I post my boards up, and I and I utilize them too. I take it to the end. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, but yeah, that's how I look. I make a, a board one day look like it's been skated a week or two. Yeah, and I don't even think I, I had a week or two. Like, I did hook it up two days ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Whoops. 
Well, I try to limit this thing to a couple hours. Um, so, you know, Dave, you got the you got the the platform. Tell tell us what you want people to know about what you got going on and 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 what's important to you right now. Um, you know, it, it, like I said, it all just started out with like just just you know trying to represent some homies. You know, I I met Billy Fury at a voodoo show. We started hanging out, going to Decatur, me and the wife for shows. And I was having fun because it was cool just like shouting out your homies, you know, you just want, you like what they're doing, you want people to see it. And it was like, you know, I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to start this page, you know, we're going to start, I'm star skate crew for you guys. And, you know, it was just two guys talking shit, really. Just like Jason, you know, we were just talking shit and it was like, next thing I know, I'm printing decks. Yeah. You know what I mean? The next thing I know, it's like Sean and Jason are on board and it's like, I'm just running with the wind. It was like overnight almost the way it went. But it, but that's how it started, and it was just, you know, five guys that were just super nice to a couple out-of-towners, man, that made us feel at home. And I just enjoyed what they were doing. But it got to a point where it was like, as much as I loved doing it, I had all these homies too. So it kind of like inspired me to do the page, but I wanted everybody to be a part of it, whether right. it was Show Me, Stuntwood, KHVT. I wanted everybody to feel like they could they could ride for me, be a part of it, like... Half, most of my guys don't even give a fuck about product. They're they're just interested in what I'm doing, and mm-hmm. it's like a lot of people tell me what I'm doing, nobody else is doing. Like yeah. this, this is, and that's that's why I pride myself on is that not only am I doing something that represents, you know, the Soy City Stranglers or Show Me or Stuntwood, but I I I'm so proud of my friends and what they're doing that I want everybody to see what they're doing. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's important for me to know that what he's doing what he's doing what they're doing what they're doing because at the end of the day man we only give a fuck about each other so if we're not there to help each other we don't have shit yeah this, this today's day and age is not zero sum like everybody can be prosperous everybody can help everybody and everybody yeah. can share in the right. shit and, and and enjoy what everybody else has got to offer yeah because I, I don't give a fuck if i make a dime at it man it, it was just you know, I, I grew up in Chicago, so I'm not from here. I know everybody kind of grew up together. And I know a lot of times a lot of the guys around here just don't accept people from the outside, you know. Yeah. And I live in Illinois, and it's like I don't get around much because I don't drive. But it's like, you know, a lot of people have been very accepting of me since I started doing this. And a lot of people have showed me a lot of love. So my main goal is, is just to keep that going and keep pushing it forward. And, you know, if... If giving somebody a used deck with a logo on it makes their day better because they can skate, then it was worth the ten bucks or whatever, twenty bucks or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I've given some decks away, you know, and people are like, "Man, you're nuts!" And I'm like, "Why, man? It's not, it's not about how much money I'm going to make or if I'm going to have money to buy a new car because I'm selling skateboard decks. It's about my homies, man. And it, you know, I've never really had family. My homies have always been my family. So it's like. I've been lucky to kind of choose who who I've been a part of it, but these guys chose me, and I don't. They obviously seen something in me because it was important for them to be a part of it. So, you know, at the end of the day, man, it's just I don't know. I absolutely love what I'm doing, and I wouldn't want it any other way. It's funny you, you describe it like that because I got this really good friend that I um, <laughs> I've known for a long time. His name is Mike Bertolis. And he he's running sort of a not-for-profit out of his house where people can donate bicycles, and he'll go through and he'll refurbish the bike and just give it to a kid in the community. Yeah, like, that's uh, I mean I mean that's sort of um, 
what I what what I started doing after I first started making a few of the Stuntwood STL decks, um, and and part of it was I was learning how to obviously screen the deck, and 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 they weren't still perfect enough for me, but I mean I made it a point to put it out there that. I mean, if there is kids that don't have a lot that are in the St. Louis area that need a skateboard, I'm definitely going to make it a point to make sure that they have a skateboard. Yeah, try to because, make it happen. Um, because, I mean, I mean, kids need something to do. Yeah, um, yeah there's a I lady mean, who reached out to Jason for yeah. foster care, and we definitely want to get involved and help them out. Yeah, so it's... Do it's, activities with them and stuff? Yeah, I mean, like, maybe, like, hook them up with some decks. I got old trucks and wheels, you know, put them together, let, take them to the park, something right. like, yeah. give them something, man. You know, I, I, I don't mean to cut you off, but I, I am one of them people where it's like, I'd rather see a kid walking down the street with a skateboard and a broken arm than laying with a bullet hole in his face with a sheet hey. over the middle yeah. of the street. Yeah. So at this point, it's like, if we could get involved and keep a kid from having a fucked up teenage or a fucked up life, then then it's worth it to me to give him a $100 deck or whatever i'm supposed to do because that's that's what we're supposed to be doing we're supposed to be taking care of the taking care of our community and well, that's what we're doing and, right we're when you're young man it's really important to fucking grow up with something that you love yeah like you know i'm a dad my youngest is 18 my oldest is 23 and skateboarding wasn't their thing although they did skateboard with me a little bit but like we got them into soccer and like they didn't go and 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 drink through high school and mm-hmm. get high and you know my daughter's 23 doesn't have a kid you know i That's had her good. when i, I had That's her good. when i was i had her when i was like 19 right you know what i mean so mm-hmm. you know giving kids something to love first above everything else right it's kind of a huge fucking deal man yeah, especially yeah, yeah. when you're yeah. poor and shit mm-hmm. yeah because i mean i mean let's face it i mean i mean i mean st louis is a great city but there's also there is it is the city and there's a lot of negative there and and there's a lot of things that that can drag you down. I mean yeah. I mean we I mean just in the skateboarding community alone we've seen so many people leave this earth way too early oh, um, related to drugs and things like that and then and then again um, it's like if, if if that skateboard prevents somebody from doing something like that, um, then 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 I mean that's all I need to know. I mean it's it's about uh, about just bringing up your community to to being something that is better than what is being portrayed on the news or well, something like I, that. And I think it's important too for what we're doing, just for the simple fact that. You know, like Jason, we've talked before with COVID lockdowns and mental mental health. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if we can give somebody a skateboard, you can go street skate because it's something you can do by yourself. Right. You don't have to be. Right. You know what I mean? It, it is something you can go do yourself. So it's like I have noticed some more companies kind of being a little more outright about it. You know, like Richard Mullins from Broken Minds. He does a lot of like he runs a skateboard company, but it's all like deals with mental health issues, mm-hmm. and it's like it's nice to see somebody not scared to like stand up and try to take a stand for them. Yeah. And with these lockdowns, it's been bad on people, really bad. Yeah. And I think skateboarding is a positive way to get people out of the fucking house and out of their head. Yeah. You know. I agree. Yeah, I mean, they but they gotta figure something out because what about the people that don't skate? Yeah, that are just stuck and will never ever get into skateboarding because they just simply aren't into it. Right. Yeah. What do we do to try to help them? Yeah, exactly. So there's a you can do your part, but 
at overall with that, it, it's, it's like not to be done still. Yeah, and yeah. major. Yeah. Like it's, yeah. that's the that's a that's a fucking beyond. I mean, there's major mental illness in the skate community. That's why you see people fucking taking their lives and doing all this shit. Yeah, but it is being noticed more though in the skate community for sure. But then when it boils down to the world being shut down by COVID spe- specifically, that's on something on top of the world, like on top of the mental health. This was making. Right. Everyone go nuts. Like, yeah. At one yeah. point, we didn't have COVID, and then we, we could have solely focused on, saying, you know, our skaters that did, did this to themselves or right. whatever who do this and feel like they can't talk to nobody. That's why you try to be more connected and more mm-hmm. social. Actually, all those deaths that we have had in the skate community specifically, though, has made people draw more together ridiculously because we are getting older and motherfuckers are right. finally realizing, like, hey, man, what the hell? I might not be right. here tomorrow, so I'm not people taking photos out there so like loving each other beers everywhere mm. you know I'm, it's tight though I love it but it's you know it's, it's nuts it, but it's just that's like a mental thing itself it's just yeah. freaking out like just not knowing uh, but I don't know it's crazy but like for instance Trip was the last person in the skate community who passed away I went to his funeral and then we was all it was dope as hell. Everybody came there. It was loving, amazing. It was tight, but it was just like, damn it, why does it have every time someone dies? We, that what draws us more closer. It sucks that we can't do this with the person who died because they didn't even get to enjoy it. But right, oh fuck, let's try to be more prepared. Right, let's do this now. Fuck, waiting all the fucking time. You and blowing right. the brains out. Yeah. So that's well, that's where I, I see the connectedness coming from. Yeah. Hey, but when I was even at trip friend, the shit was so fucking nuts. Like right when things were going crazy, it was some crazy guy there who fucking killed the dude right next to my car, oh, and yeah. they shot my car when I was right next to it, and I was right. like, "Holy fuck!" And that freaked a lot of people out, especially yeah. skaters yeah. who don't usually go over to this type right. this yeah. area. Yeah, and, yeah, I remember that. And when after that happened, that happened, freaked the fuck out of some people. I mean, I've seen shit like that, so I started talking to some people, I was giving getting their opinion about what happened. They were all confused as fuck, and I'm like. Shh. Well, let's see how the future goes. Well, here's the future. Now they did a, a one year or or his birthday was recently, mm-hmm. and they did a a little trip mo day. Like his trip mo day, like, come down to celebrate. She posted it on his Instagram that all the skaters follow. So of course we're getting it, and his family's getting a message. Of course, family probably showed up, but I guarantee you not a skater probably didn't show up because they all got freaked the fuck out at the last event that happened. Yeah. He did something for them. Even myself, not, not I mean, I, I know the situation, but my car got shot the fuck up right next to these people. Right. And I don't know who, what situation y'all had, but for myself for this time, I'm going to say that because I can't. That's crazy. Right. I don't know what's going to happen again. I don't right. know. That shit happened right. out of nowhere. Right, it did. So now it's hard to even celebrate somebody like that after that same, witnessing this crazy shit. Yeah, I bet. So that's why. Now that's where, the, like I say, it comes back again. Be more together, social, talk with each other, be more, you know, mm-hmm. loving and peace. Oh, yeah, dude. I, attitude, I, I shit you not, dude. I spend probably two, two and a half hours a week checking in on team riders. I mean, I'll just hit people up and ask how they're, hey, how's your day going, stuff like that, you know, guys that may be a little, have a little more problems or something, you know, but. I do. I make a point of trying to talk to everybody at least for a few minutes every week and see how they're Especially doing. Especially the ones that next to you. And yeah. And the ones that are next to yeah. us happen to be skaters. Right. So yeah. me skating with, like, even Alex and the, some of my, the people who I put on, 
I talk to them all the time, try to make, and I've known these fools for hell. It's like since the, right. I've seen them grow up, so they know mm-hmm. me. I could talk, I tell them they could talk to me all the fucking time, even, no matter what situation they have or whatever the fuck is going on. It's like we're more feeling more like a family than even before. You right. Know what I'm saying? So we, well, we want those people to be comfortable. So if something is going crazy, they got somebody to go to right. easily. Your teammates. Yeah. Right. So, you know, we skate every day. So come on, we drink a beer. We, come on. We well, talk and to and I mean, I do think I do think the younger guys still coming up. I think I think they feel more comfortable with even talking about things more, more. than people. I would say that are more or less in my age. Even my yeah. age, I'll say right. The same and, yeah. and and yeah. and and to where there's more of a sense of openness. Yeah. Do the social media thing? Yeah. It's forced because now. You know when somebody fucked up in the head if, if, if first sight. Why? Because here's a Facebook post explaining why they want to blow themselves, or they won't even explain. They'll just right. make a fucking uh, a, a haiku or something, whatever those. Right. Blame. Emoji thing. Today yeah. just sucks. I need to die. And then you got all comments like, "Dude, what the hell? Hey, come on, man. What, what, right. What the, what the, yeah. Well, this is one of many reasons why I think the fucking skateboard community is so amazing. Um, mm-hmm. Right now, like. I'm a skater. You guys are skaters. Like we're we're kind of family, right? Because of this culture that we find ourselves in. Right. Absolutely. I think skateboard community is the best community because each one of us have a pretty different background, but yet here we still are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And I really appreciate yeah. you guys sitting down and having this talk because people are going to listen to this who are not skaters. Oh yeah. They get to sit in and on a group like, talk and get a window into <laughs> into this the madness of skateboarding. Right. The, the madness, <laughs> the the fucking love of it, the yeah. passion of it, like the bad, the good. You can get it here. The real yeah. shit. Yeah. yeah. No shit you couldn't. Yeah. Sorry. And and this is, I mean, this is what the visit's all about, dude. And I appreciate each and every one of you guys, Sean, Jason, Dave. Thank you guys. I really oh, appreciate absolutely. it. It's been fun. Uh, yeah, I'm glad, glad we did. Yeah, part of it you probably yeah. didn't know, but I just showed up. <laughs> no man, the it's more, okay. The more the I hit Sean up, I was like, dude, you got to do this with us. He's like, fuck yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I was. I, was, I couldn't have done it without you. I was. Ex- yeah. I was expecting a, a you know a, a red-haired white guy. Right on, guys. Hey, thanks everybody. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. <laughs>